My worst drinking periods was between the ages of 17 and 27. I, I, I got two finger eat thing. Ooh. That was ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. Well, and um, how is it? How are we 170 fucking three issues in and nobody has, like, there's not been a famous person? Right. Right. And then all of a sudden. It's like, oh my God, I remember that guy from the Dr. Scholl's commercials. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're bacon. And your nays. And this. Is bacon, bacon and nays. See, I mean, you walked all over my fucking intro. What? Okay, do the rest of the intro then. If you're, if you're feeling so good about <laughs> no walking all over my intro, no, do it. I don't want to. Well, we don't always get what we want. I know. As the wise Rolling Stones always said, "Is that who sung that song?" Yeah. Oh. And if you try sometimes, you just might find. I thought that was Paul McCartney. You get what you need, Jimmy. You get what you need. This is a uh, log flume variety podcast. Mm-hmm. If you've never heard this before, which there's almost fucking zero chance of that. I'm joined by my friend Jimmy Lopez. My name's Chris Nays. We're just, uh, we're just two dudes from the Midwest going to talk about whatever we want. We're kind of a big deal. I mean, I don't really consider myself a big deal, but if you do, then... I mean, you're over six feet tall, so you're a big deal. Physically. Yes. I'm And I'm round. I'm just shy of an average basketball player. What is that? What is what is the height requirement to be an average basketball player? Uh, gotta say, like, at least 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, Probably taller than that, honestly. Because somebody like me, 6'3", I'm going to be coming up short big time. I can't even barely fucking touch the rim. I'm not a jumper. I don't know if you knew that. (laughs) Everybody knows you're not, but... What are you talking about? You can't just assume that I'm not. Get what I'm saying? I'm surprised. There was was a softball lob of a fucking Mexican joke (laughs) in there, and you just ran right over it. Listen, man, we're talking about basketball, and I'm way out of my league in this conversation. I have no fucking idea about anything basketball, besides that average height is probably like 6'7". Maybe maybe taller than that. We're not going to go to the Googles for this information. We're just going to march right on past this entire thing. Yep. Because I don't give a fuck. That's right. Uh, first segment this week, corrections department. Mm-hmm. We always have corrections department. Always. I don't know if I made a note of it, but let's just shoot it out. Let's just shoot our load out here. Mm-hmm. The uh, telephone segment with Mike Davron, um, big fail. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Uh, I was able to save... After I turned the volume up on the recorder, yeah, but uh, we we have yet to have a call in segment that went perfectly, even with Thelmo that one time where seemingly everything went well, there was still some fucking sinking and like volume issues going on there. So still working on that. Uh, I like to space out when we have guests on the show, so 
Probably ain't going to do a phone-in segment again for a little bit, but when we do, I'm going to aim a little higher. Hopefully, everything goes well. What do you think about that? Yes. That's what I think about that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next segment is whatever you have prepared today. So... Uh, you said you had something that you couldn't tell me about. Mm-hmm. Before... Only because I want your on-the-spot answers. And I am going to be putting you on the spot a little bit. All right. Well, here we go. Whatever the fuck this is. Okay. So, Between the Buried Me released a new album last week. True. Kay. Truism. So, they are one of my favorite bands of all time. Okay. So from start to finish, we are going to go over all of them. Every single one? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't we, know if we have time for that. We are going to go over every single one of them, but I'm going to call you out on certain things. And Sure. We're gonna uh, st- and I, to, Let me just put this on front street right mm-hmm. now. Haven't listened to majority of these mm-hmm. in a while because and that's why i didn't want to give you any that's fine didn't want to give me any heads up yeah totally fine i'm so, ready to shoot from the hip here yeah, we go absolutely so now the roles have changed oh god so uh they're Who's first leading the show now motherfucker <laughs> top billing right here slash amazon awesome shit that was our robot sponsor we we need to just we need to get a bacon and A's robot. Have Tim build us a fucking. That was him. Oh. Baconandays.com slash Amazon. Buy some chat. <laughs> you can't see, but I did a kind of pseudo. Yeah, that's robot. how I know you're a robot. Yeah. Yeah. Go okay, good. So All go right, ahead with so, whatever this is. Yeah. So uh first album released 2000, 2000, 2001, 2002-ish. Silent Circus. No. Okay. <laughs> Already off to a good start. Already off to a bad start for you. It is their self-titled. Okay. All right. Forgot that existed. Yeah. Go ahead. Nine songs on it for a running time of 49 minutes and six seconds. Um, a little fun fact. <laughs> Arsonist on that album is a, uh, about their strong dislike of the Westboro Baptist Church. And I was asking, how do you feel about the Westboro Baptist Church? Are you sure that song is not actually about people that like to set things on fire for fun? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, the last line. I mean, I'm the just last gonna, line is. Uh, you're gonna base the meaning of a song based on the last line of the song. Is that what you're trying to tell me? The last line is 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 literally the arsonist. That's that's the last thing he says. Okay. Um, that's fitting because that's the title of the song. It's crazy how that works. Uh, about the so, what do I think about the Westboro Westboro Baptist uh, church. church? Yeah, your thoughts. Uh, I think they're a bunch of fucking assholes. So you're a fan. Got it. No. Not at all. You're putting words in my mouth. I totally and I don't am. appreciate it. I, I was putting something else in your mouth before the show started. That's right. It was a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant. Yes, it was. And the official didn't... breakfast sandwich <laughs> of bacon and eggs. <laughs> of bacon and eggs. Okay, com. Go ahead. Uh, so I know that you're not a huge fan of it, but or even know that much about it because clearly you forgot that it was their first album. Do you have a favorite song off that? No, I actually I do. It's called The Arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right no i don't i truthfully i don't know if i've even ever heard it all the way through fail i mean maybe some at some point i have but mm-hmm. i don't yeah I'm more of a fan of their 
Colors era, mm-hmm. Alaska era. We're going to get to that. Okay. How long is this segment? It's about 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> We're already like five minutes in. Because you... Cause, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, go ahead. No, you're fine. Uh, Control the segment. I, I'm, Dude, I just let it go. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. So, my favorite song on that one is Chevenel Cut a Flip. That's just... Personally, I like that song the best. And they kind of... they In their next album, which is Silent Circus, mm-hmm. came out... 2003 uh they kind of replay a part of a song in it which as bt bam goes along i feel like each album has like a throwback to either a previous album or a uh they call that a reprise yeah it's pretty Mm -hmm. sweet i like it too yeah so um once again this was the first release on victory records because victory records Heard this little band and was like, "Ooh, they're pretty sweet. We're gonna, we're gonna gobble them up." Little gobbledygook right there. Yeah, my favorite wrestling character, by the way, <laughs> the gobbledygooker. <laughs> you sure it's not the fucking uh, uh, Shockmaster? Uh, I mean, it's actually, Papa Shango. Oh, <laughs> so probably the most racist character. Listen, man, I like some fucking voodoo. What can I say? Yeah. I've you know that about me. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um this this it came out twice actually. There was a reissue in 2006. Say what? Yeah. Uh Yeah. Anyway, 10 songs. Victory Records, you crazy. Victory Records used to be one of my favorite record labels and then they they actually screw a lot of people over. So yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's what I've heard on the street. Yeah. So, 10 songs. Uh, there is a hidden track on it that's actually pretty sweet. Running time of 52 minutes. It's a, it's a uh, cover of Kid Rock's Bawa Taba. <laughs> it is. It actually is. Probably the best song that's ever been created, by the way. Um, actually, I got to mention this while mm-hmm. we're on the subject of Kid Rock. He, yeah. he is going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Hall of Fake. This we decided. Hall of Fake. It's that's the Hall right. of Fake. Okay, go ahead. Um, so favorite song off that album what is yours silent circus yes probably uh uh silent circus is that a song no (laughs) okay i don't know any songs damn i'm not good with song titles i probably don't know song titles on the majority of the records that okay that's true do you like i mean he's fucking screaming shit the entire time and half the time if you don't read the lyrics it's an unintelligible so I'm going to disagree with you on well, that one. There's some singing parts, too. I know that. There's some that. singing parts with fucking mainstream artists that I'm like, I don't understand what they're saying. That's what I'm saying. And then 20 years later that the song's been out playing every day for 20 years, I'm like, oh, I finally get that part. Yeah, like Ba with the Ba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so. That's the last Kid Rock, Kid Rock joke I'll make, I promise. I can't make that promise. I'm sorry. <laughs> I immediately uh, take that back. Go ahead. All right, so uh, we'll just skip ahead to Alaska. Fuck yeah. Okay. How many did you skip? I did none. I just, oh, that's right. Okay. I'm just going. That's I'm what just I moving, thought. I'm just moving. Okay. I used Moving the, along. I used the wrong fucking verbiage. I'm sorry. I thought you meant skip a couple records. I'm no, sorry. God, no. I'm sorry. No, no. It's cool. I'm the one apologizing. Uh, Alaska so, Kicks Ass. Yep. It was released in 2005. 14, Favorite song? 14 tracks with a running time of 54.28. Don't ask me my least favorite song, but I do know my favorite song. I, my first question is going to be, what is your favorite song? And you're probably wrong, but go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're going to know what I'm going to say. It's Selkie's The Endless Obsession. Yes. 
That is incorrect. Why is that? The best Did song, I forget the ellipses? The, is that what you're no, saying? No, the best song on that album is The Primer. Okay. Hands uh, down. I Honestly, uh, this is when I got turned on to them. By that, I mean I got a chub when I first saw them. Yeah. And uh, I, I tend to like the majority of this record. Even though I don't know the song title names. I, this this right here, I feel like, is the shift. It's not the main shift, but it's the shift between what they were yeah, and what they became. There's definitely there's more progressive movements that start to happen in this. Um, would you say... It's, if, not, it's, uh, it's not as heavy, crunchy, chunky. Would you say if you were looking at this album like a keyboard... Oh God! You press the shift; it would capitalize how you feel about the, this record. Good Lord! My worst drinking periods was between the ages of seventeen <laughs> and twenty-seven. Yeah, no, I so. listen. I, I, it's a long time, but that's one of the years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of thirty packs were consumed on a daily basis. Oh my God! Okay, so there's a uh, Metallica cover that, on this. I was going to ask you what was your favorite song on that. It's Obviously. a shortest star. So blackened by blackened, Metallica. Yeah, it's blackened. Which I'm surprised you didn't. I say, nailed the record. I'm surprised you didn't say three of a perfect pair by King Crimson. But I don't even know what song that is. And um, what else did they cover on that? Did they so, cover Floyd? Uh, they did. Yeah. I have. I have the. I have the entire list here. Blackened. Uh, Kickstart my heart. Uh, the day I tried to live. Bicycle race. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Three. Three of a perfect pair, Us and Them by Pink Floyd, uh, Geek USA by The Pumpkins, Force March by Earth Crisis. So I have two favorites on this one, and it's hard to go back and forth, but that Earth Crisis cover is amazing. Uh, Territory by Sepultura, hmm. Change by Blind Melon, uh, Malpractice, Faith No More. Sweet. Uh, Little 15 by Depeche Mode. That one's fucking weird. Forgot about all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cemetery Gates by Pantera, which I thought was a pretty shitty cover of that song, mm. actually. I did not Nobody like that. Nobody needs to cover that. And then my favorite song, I'd probably say hands down, is Colorblind by The Counting Crows. Oh. Which was a wow, really... Wow, that's weird. Really sweet. I think they just did a really good job of covering I would that have song. to go back and listen to it, but I'm going to tend to agree with you. It was pretty sweet. I liked it. Um, So, then we're going to now... I say this is almost the pretty much common era of Between the Buried Me, which is Colors. Yeah, I think uh, Alaska kind of like was foot, toes in the water. Yeah. And then Colors, they really fucking kicked it into high gear. Yeah, if you if even if you go back, like starting at Silent Circus, you can definitely hear progressive swings throughout it. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely more death-oriented, I feel like. Right. This, I mean, he's... The concept inter- record, it's, uh, it's a... A concerted effort to mm-hmm. expand their horizons. Yeah, so. I, I feel like this is also kind of the start of their concept albums. Almost every one after has been yeah. exclusively concept. Plus, not, the, not to mention the fact that this is the first time that it actually felt like one long song. Yeah. The entire album, start to finish... One song fades into another almost seamlessly on it's this It's a big album. piece of art. It's a big painting. Yeah, it's... From here out, uh, I think... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. what I can't remember what I was going to say, but uh, I agree with you completely. Eight songs, running time, 64 minutes, nine seconds. Uh, they 
sounds of jazz, acoustic pop, arena rock, and bluegrass are all weaved together. Um, it's described as an adult contemporary progressive death metal. Would you agree with that? Adult contemporary progressive death metal. I don't. I don't agree with that. That's a terrible way to describe it. This is when I. This is when I start feeling like pretentiousness starts. When when they start. Did they come up with that? <laughs> no. Okay, that's bullshit. Then <laughs> it's yeah. That some idiot fucking on the internet made that up. Exactly. And that's wrong. Exactly. I thought that was hilarious that yeah, someone labeled it as that. I'm like, it's what? progressive metal. That's what it is. No, because they actually described this album as like polka post grunge. Okay. <laughs> Move, let's move on. Favorite song on that album? Oh, geez. Um, is White Walls on this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a standout. Okay, that is me. incorrect. It's Informal Gluttony. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, the entire record is great. God, so it is. Absolutely. Uh, it's kind of like picking your favorite. That is correct. kind of like picking your favorite dead baby. That is also correct. <laughs> okay, go ahead with the... Uh, so so we we're are gonna, we're already gonna, over ten minutes. I'm just gonna let whatever. you know that. Well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Colors live. We're skipping over that one because are we? Yeah. What's the point? It's literally the exact same album. They just yeah. added some super sweet double bass into a couple parts that are definitely not predominant in the original. Release. I got to mention, I did see them on the Colors tour as well. Did and you? It fucking was awesome. They were in an opener slot though, so I didn't see the full thing start to finish i just saw some choice tracks and then uh they focused they actually played selkies again so that was sweet but anyway next great misdirect yeah man um, it is pretty great i just i just <laughs> gave chris last week a between the buried me patch that i will never ever use again and i gave you you're talking to the listeners yep. right now okay i gave you that patch that patch was from this album yeah is um, the arrows my i have i have a memory of that album when it first came out i was still living at g ran's house mm-hmm. and i like texted you or called you or something and said i'd fallen asleep to this album like just listening to it over and over and over i just fell asleep mm-hmm. had the weirdest fucking dreams because of wet the, dreams uh, they were the wettest of dreams that's weird with sex cyborg fucking alien three titted bitches yeah i have no idea what this album's about but i like it Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, let's see, I was living in my first apartment on my own with my brother who went fucking crazy on drugs and I had to kick out uh. good times. Uh, next. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, sorry. We were talking about this. This so. one, this one's only six songs long, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's still at an hour. So majority of these songs and, Actually, I believe it's this one. It might be. Yeah, I think it's this one. Has the longest song in it. Swim mm-hmm. to the Moon at 17 minutes. Yeah. So that's that's one of my favorite. Uh, Disease, Injury, and Madness is probably my favorite on this one. Because halfway through the song, there is a horse neigh in the middle of it. And it is amazing. <laughs> yeah. the the It's either that one that I'm thinking of or there's another one. It might be Swim to the Moon, but it's it's a, a slower track where there's a lot of acoustic guitars going on. It was a big uh, kind of, uh, it was like, I mean, it's like a misdirect. It's like, it's totally unlike anything else on the record. Yeah. So that sticks out in my memory as like one of my favorite melodic moments on it. Yeah. Uh, it's it, I, I know it's, it's the country part where mm-hmm. they, yep. 
Uh, I did one of my notes in here is makes me come so hard. <laughs> I, I so I was that. right about the wet dreams. Absolutely. Um, this right here, I didn't even want to. I didn't even want this to right here. put it on, put it, put it in here. But I'm gonna do it just because I have a note of it. Um, there was then a best of album that was released. Mm. Uh, don't count it. Is it a Victory Records? Best it's a of? money grab by Victory Records. Yep. Fucking assholes. Because th- they left Victory with. You know that was their last album they had to do, and then went on to Metal Blade. So I don't really count that one. It is two discs, and I mean it's 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 long as hell. Um, my my one of my personal favorites, honestly, is this next one, the Parallax Hypersleep Dialogues. Yeah, it's their first EP mm-hmm. and only EP to date. Three songs long. Are you very familiar with it? Not super familiar. Uh, I did. I I do. I'm pretty sure this is the one that has, or it might be Parallax Two, that has the kind of like synthy shit going on. Uh, this one to me, I no, that would be more Parallax Two. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, okay, so yeah, I didn't get super into this one, but I liked it. Yeah. Um, I personally think that it is hands down probably some of the best stuff they've ever done. Gonna have to revisit them. Me personally, uh, I just Lunar Wilderness alone is hands down my favorite song they've ever written, and it's on that little EP. So definitely check that one out. Yeah, I kind of want to go out and in the Lunar Wilderness right now. Jesus, <laughs> the stupid sun Pitch makes him put on his fucking wanna, sunglasses. Wanna, he looks so ridiculous. I'm half expecting him to be like, "Oh, hi, Jimmy." I want to put pitch a tent in the lunar wilderness. <laughs> uh, so, Parallax Two Future Sequence was their next one. That was part two of the concept album, uh, released in 2012. Twelve songs on it. Yeah, there's a lot of. This is the one I was referring to. There's a lot of cool, like John Carpenter esque parts going on in this, yep. and uh, we saw them on this tour. It was actually two years ago yesterday. Good lord, really? Yeah. That was all. That that was an amazing show. Nostalgia. Yep. Makes um, me feel good. Do you have a pants. Do you have a favorite song on that? No, I don't know any song titles on that. Sorry. But. Lay your ghost to rest. That's probably the best one. Yeah, me. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coma ecliptic. Or ecliptic. God bless you. Um, <laughs> that was released in 2015. Uh, they consider this their rock opera. Mm-hmm. Um, hands down, best song on that one is Famine Wolf, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I like wolves too, but, oh, Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> no, I, listen, I kind of end up lumping, like, the EP and then Parallax 2 and then this, the one they put out last year or whatever, mm-hmm. or the two they put out last year, I can't even remember if it was two. Mm-hmm. I kind of end up lumping that whole kind of era together. Okay. I just sort of feel like... I'm I'm wait I've heard a couple songs off this new record and I kind of feel like this is the one that I've been waiting for to jump back in. That's what that was my next question. Okay. What did you think about this new one? I only heard two tracks off of it, but I definitely liked it. Um, I can't say that it's that different than the stuff that I've heard out of them the last couple of years, but I like have had almost zero experience listening to it, so. That's not. I have. I can't really give a fair opinion. I think I've listened to it ten times already. Sweet. Yeah. You got any of those CDs you can burn me? Uh, no. All right. Well, 
I'll bring some next week, and then we'll handle that. Yeah. But that is a rundown of pretty much everything that they've ever done at this point. Hell yeah. They, uh, they're they not coming here on this current leg of this tour, but we'll hopefully get them uh, coming here soon. Right? Would you go again? Yeah. We're, yeah. I there. This is a band that you would go more than once. Absolutely. Okay. And I I know that they wouldn't, but I feel like they should play at Del Mar Hall. Do, no, they might do a like just an evening of that would be. It's possible. I mean, listen, they're, anything's possible. I just think. No, they're they're a theater act right now, so they're a little mm-hmm. a step above that place. But they could play there and charge more. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So like and like I said, anything's possible. They could totally play there eventually. Wanna move on? Yep. We're moving on to the next segment. Yep. Alright. Um I'm gonna have to pull out a camera for this segment. Oh good lord. Alright, this is a segment we like to call unwanted gift giving. That's funny you said that because I have something to give you today too. Oh well uh I don't know if we'll have time for that. Oh no, we will. I zipped up my backpack, and your get your unwanted gift is in the backpack. <laughs> Feel free to talk if you want to. Nah, no need. Okay, so don't look at this. I'm not. This is what I'm giving him, and that's for people that are watching the video online. I'm gonna toss this over. Hopefully, it works. <laughs> Okay. Ronald McDonald's Mary Magazine. What the fuck is this? Uh, That is a small children's magazine that came with, I guess, a Happy Meal, maybe, um, back in, like, the 70s. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, exactly. Holy shit. It's a terrifying... Ronald McDonald Clown Kids Magazine. <laughs> and let's play Penny Millionaire. It actually originates in the same place that the Elf calendars did. Really? Yeah. Um there is Which is was also terrifying, by the way. <laughs> there is uh Ooh, none of this stuff has been Ooh, it's fun to color. And then I guess what shall I be? Jack can't decide what he wants to be when he grows up. Here are the occupations he's dreaming of. Can you tell what each of them is? Write the name in the squares near each picture. So he wants to either be a doctor, a pilot, a policeman, a fireman, or, I mean, a cowboy. Who Who's a cowboy nowadays? I don't know, but in the 70s, lots of people were. Don't forget, kids, join up, if you already haven't, for the Ronald McDonald Birthday Club. And you have officially joined the uh, Ronald McDonald Birthday Club. How do you feel about it? Lame. <laughs> uh, I I liked it that somebody has wrote in here, number five twenty six two dollars Jr. Okay. So if you paid more than two dollars for that, uh, I don't know what I paid for that. I'm pretty sure it was two dollars though. There you go. And this has been unwanted gift giving. What you don't want the you don't want the gift that I'm gonna give you? Next week. Nope, it's happening right now. <laughs> oh This sucks. Um okay, I'm gonna pass the camera to you. 
He wrapped it in a Walmart in bag. In a Walmart bag. And it's uh, Pez dispensers. Uh, this is actually... Okay, so it's unwanted in, in that I don't like candy. And apparently it comes fully loaded because it has the nutritional facts on it. <laughs> um, But it is chewy and a porg. I thought of you and Lindsay when I saw that. Yeah, I mean... Uh, that You're chewy and she's porg. We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually the one who has had a porg as his background on his uh, cell phone for probably like six months now. Yeah. <laughs> really? If you yeah, don't like Pez, pretty... bro, I do. I'll eat the fuck out of the Pez. Um, okay, I'll give you the Pez and uh, I'll keep the Pez dispensers. How How's that sound? Deal. Okay. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> and this has been Unwanted Gift Giving. See you next time, everybody. Bye. Don't look at my titties. <laughs> Don't look at my titties. I'm pretty sure I got that. I hope I did. Yeah, well, let's go with yes. And if not... <laughs> you got it. <laughs> It looks like I got it. I don't know if I got um, the segment where you gave me stuff, but eh, we'll we'll just hope for the best. It's funny that we both had something to give each other at the same time this week. I mean, I thought of that like yesterday, so I, I didn't necessarily like come super prepared or anything. It's just how it worked out. You know what I'm saying? And I bought that this morning. <laughs> Did you? Yes. <laughs> okay, so this is a new segment that I uh, I thought of when I was uh, looking around in some apps. Mm-hmm. This is called Jimmy Weighs His Nays. Okay? Oh, Jimmy Weighs His Nays? Jimmy Weighs His Nays. Okay. okay? Uh. Little background information. There's an app called Waze, mm-hmm. W A Z E, and it is a uh, it's a map app that people can update themselves in real time, and it'll help you circumvent your way around traffic situations. Okay, unlike Google Maps or our dreaded enemy Apple Maps. <laughs> Who fucking uh, uses Apple Maps? Well, I did, and it <laughs> I know got you me. <laughs> it was. A ham and egger that week, if you recall. I do. Anyway, um, I found out you can record your own voice for this app. So, say you're going down the road and it, you're supposed to turn left at the exit, mm-hmm. you can fucking record your entire thing so that you hear whoever's voice on your app. So, what I'm going to have you do, oh boy, while we're going through the rest of Today's episode is I'm going to hand you my phone and you're going to record the voice of my Waze app. <laughs> and how am I going to like uh just as we're going through this just be like, "Uh, hold on one second and then you'll record a thing and then we'll move on." Got it? Kind of. Bear with us folks, I'm not technically savvy. Okay, so the first set And it just says start driving one, start driving two, start driving three. So I'm guessing those are messages that will come up when I first start. So you, 
You'll have six seconds to record. See, yeah. If you look at this, there's a red dot I next it. to it. It'll. You'll have six seconds to just fucking say whatever you want, like fucking get moving, asshole, or whatever you yeah. want to say. Got it. I already got my first one that I want to do. Okay, and then um, then. Once you get done with a few of those, you'll move down, and then you'll see, like, in 0.1 miles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. (laughs) Oh, this is so fun. So just make sure you say what it says on there, at least. Exactly. And don't, like, if it says left, don't say right, because that might be dangerous. No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. Okay. I I get what you're saying. This is actually going to be really fun. Okay, so. Also, is there a lock on your phone? Because if. Uh, There isn't. I mean. Okay. You just hit the bottom button. You know how to work an iPhone. So, so let's go ahead and do the first example. Let's start this journey, motherfucker. Get in and drive, bitch. There we go. There's the first one. Save. Second one. You gonna do? How many? Are you gonna do a bunch? I'm, right I'm just now? gonna do three right now. Okay, just three. <laughs> Get your ass in the seat, buckle up, turn the key on. We about to do some driving and shit. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Who's ready for a nice, relaxing car ride? Let's go. <laughs> so that one's really different. Yeah, that one's... Well, I was going to say gay, but we can't say that on no, the show. No, because we woke as fuck on this yeah, one. Yeah, that's right. All right. As far as text message land, that's lawless. We could say whatever we want there, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, what I plan to do for this week is uh, go through a bunch of Walking Dead comics. Now, yep. I'm going to do a time check real quick. We're already 34 minutes in. Hopefully, I can get through a whole bunch of Walking Dead stuff. I think we can. I took a shit ton of notes for this, by the way, so... What I'm going to do is give you a uh, issue rundown, and then I wrote down a question or two for you at the mm-hmm. end of the issue rundown, okay? Mm-hmm. So this is going to cut co- for spoilers here. People that are going to read the comics, um, we're doing uh, 167 through... 174. 174, okay. So 167 is when a major character dies. Can't tell you who it is, but spoilers from here on out. If you want to skip towards the end of the episode, probably. Uh, I don't know if we have any more segments after this. We might. But uh, but here we go. We needed to get started on this. So, Walking Dead 167. Spoilers. I'm. This is your last warning. Spoilers. Get the fuck out right now. <laughs> okay? 167. Andrew dies. Mm-hmm. This is a very heavy issue. Uh, it's an extra long issue. It's a milestone in Walking Dead. Um, Rick is a uh, changed man after this, and and in the next few comics you will see that. Uh, Carl is changed as well. He's like, they they both the characters are sort of like reborn almost. Um, in this issue, Sherry attacks Rick, uh, and then falls on a table, <laughs> on the side of a table, and dies by accident. Um, and, uh, and instantly we're like, oh fuck, where's that going to go? Yeah. Cause she has a whole group with her that are like real volatile. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
My question to you, is Andrea the biggest death in Walking Dead up to this point? At this point, I believe absolutely 100%. I think she's the yes. most important character to die. Yes. Um, I mean, of course, issue 100 is always going to be iconic. Right. But, I mean... that It's also a really big change that they did from the TV mm-hmm. show to the comic book. Yep. Like, they placed way more importance on her in the comic book, I feel like. Yep. Um, based on this, do you think he fucking Rick like takes this hard too? Mm-hmm. He's crying basically the entire issue. I think, um, I think she had changed her last name too. Yeah, yeah. They at that point, they got I mean, married they, yeah. technically. So, um, do do you think Rick has the strength to move forward? Do you think he's going to totally implode based on this issue? Hmm. That's something I was definitely questioning because he's, like, laying at her grave. I know. I hate, I absolutely hate Pussy Rick. Yeah. Um, I mean, he survived his hand being fucking cut off. Yeah, well, it's he's supposed to be showing growth as a character when he's, like, not attacking and retaliating all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I well, get what they're trying, the story did, they're trying it to showed, tell. It, first off, it showed a whole lot of growth. Whenever he didn't kill Negan. Right, so, right, right. I mean... And we'll see that in the coming issues here. Uh, do you think... Did you think Sherry's clan would retaliate? Did you have thoughts of that after this issue? Because No, because honestly, and, and as fucked up as this is, I actually remember... I had, to, I had to go through, like you said, and do little notes. Well, basically refresh myself right. on rereading these. And I remember whenever I got done with that... I didn't even think about the ramifications of her dying. Yeah, it, it was still. I was still on. I mean, because she, uh, she was on horseback whenever she got bit. Uh, Andrea. Yeah, yeah. She was. I can't remember the exact situation, but she was helping some people. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it, that's kind of where I was at too. Is like the Andrea thing kind of overshadowed other events. It, it really did. But then you got to move past it. So, and next issue we see what happens. Well, and it's and it's and it's crazy to think that you have a month to digest that, and yeah. it just instantly moves. Right. So if you're reading trades or you're, like I have uh, two omnibuses right now, when you're reading that, it reads fucking fast. Right. Yeah. Super. I fast. flew through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So let's move on to the next uh, issue here. One sixty eight. I didn't write down the title for this one, but um, John and uh, the now-deceased Sherry's clan challenges Rick. Uh, Negan steps in to negotiate and has a long diatribe about foot-fucking. Yeah, forgot about that. Which, uh, I don't know if he's mentioned his love of feet before this, but you get a very clear idea of his foot fetish. <laughs> like a foot vagina or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, from this, uh, we wonder, like, is Negan really trustworthy? Is he, should he be able to come in and, like, negotiate? You know what I mean? No, um, I, totally. This speech shows he may truly want peace, even though we constantly question his motives, mm-hmm. right? Even after he's been God. at peace for a long time. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, I remember trading issues with you or whatever, and... Telling you, like, dude, I don't think that he's at peace at all. I think he's totally fucking rusing everybody. I still 
Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, well, we'll get to yeah. further issues. But uh, he uh, vouches, Negan vouches for Rick after everything. Uh, Rick is silent at the end and sleeps on Andrea's grave. He's clearly uh, having trouble letting go. Do you think he's going to be able to let go? I mean, based on this, dude, he's like still super attached. Yep. He's like talking to her gravestone and shit, sleeping on top of her uh, her gravestone. Um, does this make... Something happened, and I don't know where those went. Uh, what do you mean where those went? I, I don't see. Okay. Now test it and see if it saved them. Yes, it did. Okay. Recorded by you, Jimmy. Boom. So we figured it out. Okay, All good. right. I, I, I got two finger eat thing. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. That's just, that's what she said. Uh, when you got two finger. Oh. <laughs> uh, All right. Oh god. All right. So uh next issue. Well, you didn't really answer my question. Does this make uh Rick and and uh does this make Rick and Andrea's relationship more meaningful? Absolutely. It does. It does. 100%. Keeping it 100. Yeah. Number 169, <laughs> entitled uh, Lines We Cross. Uh, this had a misleading cover where, uh, oh, shoot. Uh, the, what's the dude with the burns face? Dwight. Dwight has a gun to the back of Rick's head while he's kneeling on the ground. They do this misleading cover shit sometimes where, like, you think something's going to happen in the in the issue that doesn't end up happening at all. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll get to it here. Um, let's see. Carl tells Lydia about killing Ben, the uh, kid who killed another little kid, like many, many issues back. Yeah. Um, and uh, it shows, and he tells her about Andrea's reaction, which is uh, parents love you no matter what. And she tells her, she tells him that she loves him. Mm -hmm. And uh, like a son, you know what I mean? That's when he started to see her like a mom. Uh, what does this show you about Carl? Uh, well, what I what it showed me is that he really still wants a mother figure, and he embraced it once he was able to find it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Carl's death in the show is just tainting I, Carl's character. I just, well, I just I I don't even I don't like him in the fucking comics either. I don't like the character of Carl. Uh, I just don't. Okay, so. Moving on, Maggie objects to letting Negan go. Uh, Eugene is on the radio with uh, Stephanie, and uh, who we haven't seen yet. Yep. Sadiq uh, tells Rick about Eugene when he uh, sees him on the radio. Rick confronts Eugene. Rick talks to Stephanie on the radio and uh, proposes a meeting in Ohio, which is closer to their turf than yep. our uh, main character's turf. Um, let's see. There is, uh, uncertainty in lots of areas in the comic right now. Who do you trust? Where, where do you stand? You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. something that you're constantly questioning in this kind of, uh, aftermath of Andrea dying and aftermath of Negan. You never know what the fuck's going to happen. It's right. kind of like uncharted area the entire time. You know what I think is funny? The whole fucking world has collapsed. Yeah. Like, at what point, it's like, 
where are you at? I'm in Stephanieville. Yeah. What is that? Formerly Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Carl tells Maggie he wants to go back to the hilltop. So he's trying to gain some independence finally. Like, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he's practically a grown up at this point. Like, why isn't he? That's why, already... why I don't like. Anyway, go ahead. You're Dwight, right. Dwight and Rick uh, settle their dispute. Um, let's see. Dwight was mad that Rick killed Sherry, his lover. Dwight wants to stay until Rick he's done as leader. Um, tells Rick he's done as leader. Rick ends the conversation with a returned threat. Tell, he basically tells Dwight, like, stop being a little bitch. I'm not going to deal with you right now. <laughs> uh, Michonne um, leaves with a squad for Ohio. Carl tells Rick he's leaving. Uh, Rick is proud. Maggie tells Dante to follow Negan. I took the most notes on this issue because there's just a lot. There's going a lot on. that happens in this one. Yeah. Uh, Maggie tells Dante to follow Negan without Negan knowing about it, of course. And uh, we're kind of all over the map here. Changes brewing and potential heel. Who are the t- potential heels and baby faces? So Negan, of course. Dwight is a is a potential heel mm-hmm. still because he's an. We got an uncertainty there. Um, well, Beta's still out there. Yeah, Beta's still. We're still wondering what the fuck's going on with that in the background of all of this. I mm-hmm. should have. I should have prefaced that at the very beginning. But oh yeah, because um, this was this was was this post Whisper Wars? Or yeah. Is this, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um. So he's kind of looming in the background of all of this. We still have no idea where he is. Uh, all our main characters pretty much baby faces besides Negan and Dwight and uh and Cherry's clan. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's because they're all unknowns, right? Um, and and with the Negan thing, still you, you don't you just dude the yeah every Negan issue is, you're wondering like, he's what the fuck's one of going the most on? interesting characters that is I feel like has ever been fucking written. And Maggie is our is our simpatico in this. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that feeling is portrayed by Maggie throughout this entire thing because yep. she's like fuck Negan. I don't care. I want somebody to follow him. And she should be the one because he fucking smashed her husband's brains in. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's record some more ways. Okay. So. Uh, so go down a little bit into the mile marker section, I guess. Yep. Oh, shit. Damn it. <laughs> no, don't, don't, nope, nope. Don't save that one. Uh, cancel. Okay. Ah, uh, I see what it's it's telling me to say in in zero point one miles. Yeah, so these are more specific. Right, ones, right, yeah. okay. In zero point one miles, motherfucker. Save. In a quarter mile, bitch. <laughs> Can you figure out that that point two five is a quarter? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. 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 In half a mile, white boy. <laughs> All right. In one mile, hoe bag, slut ass bitch. <laughs> Save. <laughs> Save. All right, so I'm going to go back into. I want to make sure that these. Oh, yeah, theirs are saved. Oh yeah, those are saved. Then we got in two hundred meters. Do you want me to do metric? No, don't do the don't do the meters ones. We'll move forward. After I was gonna that. say you okay. don't want me to do metric. No. All right. Uh, 
Okay, so issue 170, Rick asked Jesus to watch Dwight. Mm -hmm. There's some mistrust there. Obviously, because we have the potential uh, heel Dwight. Dwight sees Rick and Negan as the same kind of uh, person, and uh, we contrast that with Rick consoling uh, Mikey after his mom is dead. So... There's good Rick and bad Rick, you know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. Uh, like you said earlier. Uh, Negan goes to Lucille's grave as Dante follows. Uh, walkers attack the Michonne group. Michonne group gets to Pittsburgh, which is, this is the uh, tribute to uh, Day of the Dead. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's deserted. Um, and then Sadiq. We have his confession to Eugene that uh, Rosita loved Sadiq, and that's how we end that issue. So not a ton happening here, just sort of like updating on every group a little bit. Uh, but the, the cool, but the main thing is the cool tribute to uh, fuck. What's his name? Romero. Romero. Thank you for uh, being my backup on that one. Was that uh, was that the issue that we are introduced to? Uh, what's her name? No, that's the next issue. Okay. I think at the very end they might, she might say something like, "I I don't know. I don't think they showed her. I think they just showed like her gun or something. Maybe mm -hmm. I can't remember yeah. exactly, but I do know that uh, one seventy one is basically her issue. Yeah. So. We get the awesome cover of her with the uh, the boa looking uh, jacket, mm -hmm. which is fucking awesome. And we're like, "Who the fuck is this?" Mm -hmm. um, which I like. I super love their teaser covers like that. Their teaser ones and their misleading ones oh, are so, always yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, this issue is called "Fear the Princess." So an another misleading thing. Like, are we supposed to fear this character? Uh, let's see here. Eugene takes the uh, news that, uh, Rosita loves Sadiq. Okay. He jokes with Sadiq about it. Um, then he, they kind of like their pals anyway. You know what I mean? Hey! Yeah. Uh, princess appears with a giant gun. Her name is Vanita Sanchez. Uh, she's wacky and, uh, takes out walkers with the giant gun. Michonne, Obviously doesn't trust her because mm -hmm. she doesn't trust anybody ever. Ever. Um, Princess talks a lot. She uh, makes a joke that makes it seem like she has trapped Michonne's group, but there really isn't anyone there at all. <laughs> and uh, that's how you get yourself killed. So I don't know yeah. why. she's Like I said, she's wacky. And I'm just going to go out on a limb and say not a fan. Well, we barely know anything about her yet. She's just kind of like an out there character. Uh Unlike anybody that's kind of been in the issues before. It's a stereotype. Your stereotype. She's local. <laughs> she local. I feel like she's like a hipster. I was going to say like her. A hipster chola. Hipster chola. Hipster Mexican like lives in the Grove. <laughs> well, it would be Cherokee Street. Uh, but, but Cherokee Street is where like the true Mexicans are. Not yeah. the Not the hipster mexicans okay i guess i mean that's where the real mexican restaurants are that's all i know mm -hmm. so anyway uh she's kind of dangerous and stupid um i already, i was gonna ask you your first impressions but i think i already got uh, yeah them. i don't i'm not a fan of her okay let's record some more ways then <laughs> <laughs> okay so 
We're moving on to the uh, the turning yes. messages. <laughs> Keep this Jeep left, motherfucker. Okay, so let's mix it up a little bit. Uh, feel free to change your voices. You don't always have to end it with a curse. Um, you can act like you're drunk or something, maybe. I don't know. Just mix it up. If, like, di- different voices. Okay. I know I'm asking you. Keep to- right. Keep right. <laughs> this is so stupid. Make the left turn right here. Oh, shit. I accidentally deleted it. Fuck me. That one? <laughs> I deleted it. Just that one? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> you uh, want to make the left turn. <laughs> oh, boy. Turn right. Ooh, that's a good one. This is going to be fun, like, putting it in use. <laughs> Exit left. Ooh. Nope. Exit stage left. <laughs> uh, Rush. Uh, well, yeah, you're wearing a Rush shirt. That's why all of a sudden it came up in my head. Right. I'm like, yeah, we got to do that right here. Do a couple more. Exit right, motherfucker. <laughs> and we're going to save. All right. So, issue 172, uh, we got the Hilltop and Alexandria rebuilding. Carl's learning to help build uh, like a true Mexican. Carl's um, not Mexican? Uh, well, in in this world, he is. In the bacon and days. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I mean... Everyone knows that Mexicans like to get their eye sockets licked. Yeah, right. (laughs) He's still trying to romance uh, the uh, eye socket licker, Lydia, herself. Um, It's not working. Nah. He's definitely Uh, (laughs) friend-zoned. I feel you, bro. uh, I feel you on that one. Yeah. Princess and Michonne uh, take out some walkers, Yumiko and... uh, Magna argue over their uh, lesbian relationship. Uh, and then Yumiko is just like, hey, we're lesbos. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, we know. Um, Jesus and Aaron leave for the hilltop. You want to be a lesbo with me? <laughs> uh, Sophia misses Carl as a friend and expresses that um, to him. But I feel like. She's the one that doesn't want a friend zone. She's the one that wants to bone. Bone zone. Uh, Carl doesn't realize he has a bone zone waiting for him, I don't think. Um, Wait a minute. Isn't she like 12 at this point? Oh, listen. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just saying. She's definitely way younger than he is. Okay, you're right. But also, I mean, how many girls or guys are out there for your said preference of whole? It's just, you know, uh, right. Because that's the one thing I've always said is, okay, yeah, they've got these gay characters, lesbian, dude on dude, tummy sticking it up. You know, that's cool. But, like, what are the odds? Because if 
if you and I were in a post-apocalyptic gay world, we might not be each other's types, but it's the only it's the only butthole that I can penetrate. Right. <laughs> that sucks. It sucks for the gays when the world For the ends. record, you can't penetrate my butthole. Oh, yes, I could. <laughs> All right, moving Real on. Real hard. Uh... Speaking of, would we uh, just be blow buddies then? No, neither. We wouldn't be. Uh, oh. Speaking of uh, surprises, though, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have our beta surprise at the end of this issue. Yeah, uh, he Did attacks that. Jesus, or actually, yeah, he attacks Jesus mm-hmm. while uh, Aaron is asleep. I think at and, the campfire, uh, I believe. Yeah, like, and um, this is where we ask ourselves: Will Beta kill Jesus? I'm going to go with how I felt at the end of this issue. Probably not, because uh, Jesus is still a badass, mm-hmm. and uh, Beta, like, we saw a bunch of him for a while, but, like, for him to just come in and kill somebody like that, I didn't really see it happening. I didn't really see him killing a major character like Jesus. Mm-mm. Plus, Jesus knows karate. I mean... <laughs> karate Jesus. Beta don't know no karate. No. He just knows how to collect coup. 173, or do you want to do in other ways? No, go ahead. 173, the uh, Beta and Walker attack. This one was actually kind of crazy. Yeah, I really liked this issue. Um, Aaron shoots Beta while they're uh, they're fighting. Um, They have this conversation whenever they find out who Beta is, uh, when they think he's dead, mm-hmm. about how he was a famous basketball player that was in a bunch of commercials. <laughs> Fucking so, weird. It is so weird. Like, out of nowhere, he's a famous person? Yeah. Well, um, And how is it, how are we 170 fucking three issues in and nobody has, like, there's not been a famous person? Right. Right. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God, I remember that guy from the Dr. Scholl's commercials. Yeah. <laughs> The isotoners. Um, And then another beta surprise. He wasn't dead yet. He fucking jumps up and screams, I have no name. And then he keels over. So, so, yeah, he was kind of messed up in the head. Um, Then they wear the skin of the dead. Yeah, they're messed up in the head. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so then we have... uh, Dante Maggie romance teases mm-hmm. here, um, which is interesting. Dissension among the Alpha Beta face wearing clan who are kind of leftovers, like that weren't super into it, right? Yep. Uh, or uh, actually, there's the ones that are still super into it, and yeah. then well, a family who's like newcomers to the clan, and they're like, "We don't want to do this." Yeah, no. And they don't even have leadership anymore, so like shit's falling apart mm-hmm. basically. So it's sort of wrapping up that storyline. Uh, when you thought it was kind of already done, once Beta's done, it's like, where the fuck? Did, those guys must have scattered, right? Nope. There's still a few left. Well, here you go. Um, Aaron and Jesus attack the ones that are still into it, and then they take in the other ones that are like, do you guys wear faces and shit? Because we don't want to be there. They're like, <laughs> and, and then they're like, no, we don't wear faces. Okay, we're in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Michonne group arrives at the meeting place in Ohio and they are faced with an armed group who we don't see yet. Uh, and that's the end of that issue. So let's do another ways thing before we do our last walking dead issue here. So scrolling down, not sure what's next on the ways 
list here. Keep this shit straight. <laughs> you know I'm good for that. <laughs> Make a U-turn. When do you ever fucking do a U-turn? Not often. Exactly. Here we go. Welcome to the roundabout. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. Roundabout. (laughs) We'll save that one. Okay. Oh, boy. Take this here. First exit, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Take this second exit, y'all. That's going to be ridiculous. Save. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, uh... After we do this last issue, I'll tell you what my plans are for the ways. (laughs) Okay. Um, 174. This is the last issue we're going to cover. Negan, a solitary life. So that that's the title of this, a solitary life. So this is what we think is going to be an all Negan issue, or at least that's what the cover seems to allude to, right? Correct. Uh, except that's incorrect. Um, we find out Negan is a plant lover. Mm-hmm. Uh, he passes on killing walkers. So we see some sort of reformation happening with Negan, right? Maybe. Um, but that's when Maggie confronts him mm-hmm. after Dante has been following him for a couple of issues or whatever. Fucking Dante. Negan wants Maggie to kill him. And they have this back and forth where Negan is practically begging her. To kill him because he can't stand his life now and he can't he's he's some you kind of feel like he's reformed but like he still feels he actually feels pain for what he did which is very surprising i i personally think it's just that he's been he's been so used to being the head honcho yeah that that he can't stand that he has to take orders from somebody else yeah I, I well now he's not taking orders from anybody. He's just out there alone. Right. No. But okay, go on. Um, yeah, this is after Rick basically was like, "See ya, bye." Yeah, this is where he's been banished. Yeah. And Maggie's like, "Why the fuck did you tell him to leave? I don't, I don't trust you for letting him go. I don't trust Negan being out there. Um, and readers don't trust him either. So fuck no. Uh, there's a reason why he isn't dead." There is yeah. there's a reason why he's still alive. Maybe. But uh I mean, it's a complete unknown, so Of course, the only person that knows is Kirkman. Well, here we go. So, uh Maggie won't kill him and says no, you you have to live with this that these fucking awful things that you've done, you've done, right? Mm-hmm. Um so he so oh I forgot to mention he found a new bat in a garage before or a barn before yeah. uh, and he wraps it in barbed wire and everything mm-hmm. so we're still unsure of what fucking Negan is gonna do is he gonna go back to his old ways is he not um, after the conversation and all that shit it seems like he's still not you kind of get the vibe he's gonna kill himself honestly um, 
So after this confrontation, he burns the bat in a fire. Yeah, which I thought was crazy. And Negan is smiling afterwards, so it's like he finds inner peace by killing the replacement of Lucille. Lucille too. Yeah. Uh, my question: You should Maggie have killed him? Do you? Would you have preferred him killing him, or do you like that the unknown didn't is still go, out there? Didn't he actually go and like lay next to the grave of Lucille? Yeah, he has like gone back repeatedly to the grave and like talked to it and stuff, which is fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's now. Of course, we've read the backstory in uh, those the the Negan story that was in. Yeah, the they did image. a here. They did a uh, here's Negan series in a. So in of a course, magazine. it sheds light on why he's so attached to this damn bat, right? But yeah, I he names Lucille after his ex-wife. I think that it's a him burying the bat is him burying his past, right? Right, like, right, right. And yeah, of course, you you still kind of cling on to that, but it does show movement forward. Mm-hmm. So him him getting the bat and re putting barbed wire on it was kind of like his backslide. Yeah. But when he threw it in the fire, it was kind of saying, no, that's in my past. Let's move. Let's move forward. He's moving forward for good or ill. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again. But you do you think Maggie should have killed him? Back to my question. No. No. I think I it's actually, better for the story that he didn't. No, she did. I actually I actually kind of I kind of agree with Rick. The The worst thing that he could possibly do to him is not kill him. Right. That is that is in even more punishment and ban him basically banish him because well, and that's the idea be, behind something like capital punishment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is not necessarily reformation, but living with it is more of a punishment than dying because fucking for all we know, there's nothing after you die and you don't live, you don't feel any pain or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, boy, that's really weird because we just had. I just had dinner with some friends last night, yeah. and this kind of this conversation kind of came up. Mm-hmm. Sarah and I both would prefer to have the natural burial, where we're not pumped with formaldehyde. Basically, go back into the ground and give nutrients back to this fucking planet, mm-hmm. like we were designed to do. And I looked at DJ, and he was like, "He was like, nope, I want to be buried." I'm like, "What about cremated?" And you should have seen the look on his face for someone that has no belief whatsoever. He was like. You'll feel it, man. I don't want that. What the fuck are you talking about? You're You'll dead. You'll feel it. You'll feel it. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> Dude, it was the weirdest thing I'd ever heard. Somebody say, I'm scared of being cremated. Because, Did he explain himself? Yeah, he had heard that, you know, of course, people that have died, you know, they... they that are actually still alive yeah. and get cremated and then no, they die. No, 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 no. But, you know, someone that's died That's the on only the, way I could think that he would that still has died, feel it. That has died on the table and they were like... He was like, I still felt them poking and prodding at me and bringing me back. Oh Jesus, come on, dude! I'm just saying. And if I mean, if you believe in Jesus, that's 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 you. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to bring him into this. Um, okay, so we kind of touched on this, but do you think this is truly the last we'll see of Negan? No. Um, I'm inclined to also say no, but. I do like the idea of him just being off in the unknown. I th- I think that there's something cool about that, that everyone so, like, I thought for sure something big is going to happen with him, like he's going to die, or like, 
something, something. Well, you like some kind of closure. Mm-hmm. But a lot of really cool stories are left with you to decide what fucking happens to that character in the end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And maybe he does touch on something, or like you hear a snippet from someone in another community of this guy, and you know what I mean? Like this guy who has helped or something like that, and mm-hmm. he finds out it's Negan. It's like holy shit. The complete unexpected happened. Yep. You know what I mean? So, like, something like that could happen down the road. But only, like you said, only fucking he knows what's going to happen with that character. The the writer is the only person that knows. Yep. So, and maybe he doesn't even have any plans for him yet. Well, um, basically, and I didn't know if you still want to touch on this or not, but in, a, in an odd way, when Invincible ended, everyone was expecting... You know, major characters to die off, mm-hmm. and but he didn't. Yeah, he left. He kept them alive. Yeah, we're gonna. I wanted. I didn't have any time to read back through the final. Because uh, um, I have a question about that anyway, so we'll talk about that later. Yeah, the fi- The I do want to cover the final uh, saga or whatever. Uh, the closing mm-hmm. issues of Invincible, but we need to dedicate a whole segment to it like this. So. Yeah. That'll come in ne- either next time we get together or whenever I have time to read all the issues again. So, and take notes on them. Okay. Right. So, um, next question about Negan: Do you like Babyface Negan as much as Heel Negan? Yes, I absolutely do. I am leaning towards the disagree. That's okay. Because I super loved the in- I. I mean, almost the entire run of Negan I loved. Even his, even this shit at the end where he becomes babyface or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love that too. But, I, I mean, there has been no more evil character in this True. series than Negan. I, I've, and and I, there's something attractive about that super fucking evil character that will go as far as to bash one of your favorite characters' heads in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's really extreme. But, uh, like... He, takes comic- it, he took hot irons to his fucking people's yeah. face. Dude, That he's fucking the most intense character that's ever been in the series. Maybe in comics ever. But that's also kind of why I like what has happened. But- that's why I tend to stick with the TV series, too. I know we're not talking about that that much. Yeah. But, like, people are really down on the series right now on the TV series. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's so much shit with Negan in these comic books that they could still lean on that shit. Anytime. They I do to. have a gripe about the TV show real quick. Okay. Why are they, why are they making their episodes an hour and 15 minutes long? It's dumb. I don't know. They, they could use a little trimming of the fat. I agree with that. I, I, the only thing that I think, but these last two episodes have been better than the first one last week. I, I still, last week I was like only kind of all right, mostly because the whole vision thing. Yeah. It sucks. The preachers. Yeah. Yeah. His eyes. Well, the, the little artsy thing they were trying out. I get it. I, I understand what they were trying to do. No, 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 no. I just, I mean, the, the the direction that they're going with it, I don't like it. Oh, okay. Well. I, I don't like that. It's uh, it's up for debate, I guess. And, but, um, and Eugene, I just, I fu- I'm loathing him more and more. Well, dude, you're supposed to. Yeah, I just, but not in a good way. Not yeah. like Negan. I don't know. I feel like they're, uh, to, to really criticize 
that show, you got to see the big picture of the whole season. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of their been their method all along. Is mm-hmm. like you don't know where they're going, mm-hmm. so why second guess every fucking little step of the way? You know what I mean? That's where I kind of differ from everybody else that watches the show. Is like one thing happens, for example, Carl dies. I wasn't super stoked that Carl died, but maybe there's a bigger picture here. You know what I'm saying? They they differed from my one of my favorite things in the comic, which is Carl and Negan. Um, mm-hmm. Like their relationship was, was super interesting to me, and I know the actor that played Negan was also kind of upset that they killed off Carl too. Well, I was, dude. Did you not see whenever Rick was talking to Negan? Yeah, over the walkies, and because he, he had a letter for Negan. Yeah, you could, you could. So there's still stuff there. See, you could honestly see Negan was truly upset by that fuck yeah i really liked that kid yeah so he saw he saw something in call exactly and they did have moments together in the first half of this Mm -hmm. season so anyways there's still some relationship stuff there that they have yet to get into i guess but carl's fucking dead now so what do you do but uh that's my gripe but anyway um i think i did i have one more thing oh we we already talked about this but is he in your opinion the best heel character to ever be in walking dead yes okay um feel like we already talked about that but now of course uh nothing will ever be as brutal as what michonne did to the governor hands down oh totally yeah hands down scooping someone's fucking eyeball out with a spoon (laughs) yeah jesus christ that was intense i mean she literally made him a quadriplegic yeah but you're but that's the thing where you're cheering for her to do that because you fucking hate the yeah, governor. Yeah, how fucked up is it that you're cheering for someone? No, yeah, it's it's pretty intense. I mean, so when I when I read when I read the governor for the first time, as I was reading the 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 first you know all those back issues and yeah. getting caught up essentially, the, the show didn't do the fucking governor justice. Yeah. When Negan was first, you know, basically they started casting him and everything. I'm like, how the fuck are they going to make this guy work? Literally, he says fuck every other word. How is they going to make this work? Yeah, they just They changed a... it to shit. Right. So he says shit a lot. I don't think the TV show is doing the fucking comic character justice. Well, if it's based purely on cursing, I don't know. It's, it that's... has nothing to do with cursing. has absolutely nothing to do with it. I just think... That Negan in the book is much better than on the show. I tend, I'll agree with you on that. I, I mean, it's kind of hard to hit that high of a bar. You know what I'm saying? But he, even on even on AMC, where they literally, if they wanted to on AMC, there could be nudity. AMC is a fucking premium yeah. cable show. If they wanted to, they they've already gotten away with the word fuck in in the show. Yeah, several times. Yeah, there's I understand, but but. They're trying to bring the bar. This is a we're we're talking about something that's a mach, that's a mature book. Yeah, but they they, they also have to, do have advertisers. So they, like, exactly, yeah. they have to bring it down because it's a business. Yep. Yeah. I I yeah. I mean, like I said, that's a, Negan as a character is, is pretty much the coolest fucking comic book character mm-hmm. to me. So like hitting that high of a bar in a TV show that they have to cut corners on is like not probably well, not going to happen. Once so. the Whisper War started, yeah. First off, I was like, I don't like these. Like, the, it, 
in order, it's the next bad. Yeah. And I was like, this sucks. Yeah. The, the, I don't I don't like the I didn't like him. It I maybe it's because Negan was too high of a bar. Yeah. Cuz in know. my opinion is is that once there was the governor and then Negan, it's like well where is it going to go from there? And then you've got this little thing. Well, they, I think they just did something different instead of trying to go above. Cuz cuz be. I mean honestly, dude, guy smashes a fucking one of your favorite characters head in and then like you said burns faces it's like how much more extreme like what are you what are we gonna just dismember everyone that we see is that what's gonna happen yeah well but then okay so there's there's stuff that we didn't mention in this recap that we could that i would rather just kind of let people dig into if they're going to but uh spiked heads is something that people can (laughs) read into (laughs) yeah that was pretty intense and that was whispers Right? Yeah, they killed That's off. That's a huge fucking moment. Yeah, they killed off one of my favorites. They killed off a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, we have to wrap this episode up, though. That's cool. Uh, did, well, actually, did was there any more ways that you wanted to do before we do our ham and eggers? No, we'll, we'll, do it. we'll do another one later. Okay. Well, my ham and egger this week is Pez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have zero interest in eating Pez. Which is why I'm fucking pawning them off on you, even though you gave them as a gift to me. <laughs> uh, Who is your ham and egger this week? I had one, and it slipped my mind, so clearly it wasn't that much of a ham and egger. So I'm going to go with McDonald's. <laughs> okay. And specifically for making the creepiest mascot of all time, Ronald McDonald. Uh, Yeah. I, I mean, I did, can't really think of a creepier mascot than that i'm sure that there has i don't know the burger king mascot is pretty creepy with that big burger king actually a couple years ago they tried making a new billiken uh mascot for the for the slew uh basketball team and it looked like a fucking nightmare (laughs) so look into that uh but yeah i guess mcdonald's is fucking a truly awful ham and nigger so i'm with you on that yeah that's gonna do it for this week we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you like comic books and uh, Between the Barry to Me. And we'll see you next time, everybody. Come on back down to the Log Flume Podcast. That was all splash. And I'm going to surprise Lindsay with ways soon. <laughs> oh, God. She's not going to know what hit her. No. See you next time, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.